Hey, E, put the beat on. Hey, Taylor, you like this joint? Yeah, this beat hard. Yeah, you, you sure you like this joint? You would tell me if you didn't, right? Oh, yeah, of course. No, this gonna go, this gonna go hard. All right, all right, cool, cool. This is my man, Scotty Pimpin' drum. Oh, okay, all right, then. Matter of fact, I, I got something for this. Got something like what? <laughs> Welcome to the top shelf. With a flavor so hot, but you will not melt. About to take you on a ride like you never felt. Up and down, real smooth like a carousel. Moving in our own lane, no parallel. Everybody needs sleep, it's good for your health. If you stuck like Chuck, I might have a help. Cause we talk sports, life, and everything else. It's on a podcast. What's up, what's up, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? Thank you as always for tuning in to sleep. The Sports Life and Everything Else podcast presented by the Way Team and coming to you from the top shelf. This is episode number 12. I go by the name of Mike on the mic. I bring the light, insight, no hype. And if you get most sleep in your life, it just might help you get yourself right. You can follow us on Twitter and IG at Sleep Is For You. That's S L E E P I S, the number four, Y O U. Subscribe. And listen to episodes of the podcast on Apple, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and Podbean. Like, leave comments, show love, show hate. We're here for it all. And if you like us, kindly share with your friends. Joining me here in the stew is Taylor. Yo, what's happening? What's going on? Taylor, what's going on? How you doing today? I'm doing good, man. I'm feeling fresh. Fresh and clean. How's your weekend going? Uh, it was good. Listen, I, I, I was banging some stylistic this weekend. Ooh, stylistic. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm feeling very nostalgic in the past couple of weeks. I had to take it back to the to the 70s and 80s, so I'm, st- I'm still in that zone right now. Listen, man, sometimes you got to reach back to the classics. That's right, man. I was, I was, I was, I was grooving, grooving the last couple of days. Hurry up this way is yeah, hurry, like my, my, my joint. Hurry up this way again. That's hurry right. up this way again. Yes, that's, that's exactly what I was listening to. That's that's my joint. That's ooh, banging it. Yeah, man. in my in my apartment, and they walk out and they see a, a 35 year old man. Say, Why is this young <laughs> banging that? <laughs> but yeah, that's that, that. I feel good though. And that was also sampled on Reasonable Doubt. Yeah, a song called Politics as Usual. Yeah, that's kind of where I got it from. Cause last week, uh, you know, you said you, yeah, Ski Beats is number one. So, yeah, you know, man. That was one of his best samples right there. Yeah, you know? so it was kind of like it came all together at one time. Full circle. Yep. Definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. And on the boards. Doing the production as always is E. Yes, sir. What's up, E? Chunking the producers for that's what I'm talking about. I know y'all can't hear him, but uh, but E's doing good as well. And uh, yeah, we hoping y'all enjoyed this episode number twelve. So we're gonna get straight to it, mm-hmm. and uh, we're gonna start things off with a recap of that Eagles game. Mm. <clears throat> um, unfortunately, the Eagles did mm. drop one to the. Seattle Seahawks. Uh, they lost 17-9 at home. Mm. Uh, and the Seahawks advanced to 9-2 while the Eagles dropped to 5-6. and six. Mm. Puts, uh, you know, our sights on the playoffs. A lot more dim. No playoffs this year. <laughs> no. But uh, just to get into the stats a little bit before we get into our actual personal reactions. Uh, Carson Wentz 
I went 33 for 45, 256 yards, two, uh, I'm sorry, one touchdown and two interceptions. Mm, that touchdown don't count because it was in garbage time. So Yeah. He had four turnovers. It, it, it does count for me, though, because I have Zach Ertz in my fantasy football team, and that yeah, might you, end up being the difference between a win and a loss. Give the touchdown to Zach Ertz, but Tarson Wentz, he, he was abysmal today. He was bad. Oh, yeah, yeah, but we're we going to get back to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miles Sanders had 12 carries for 63 yards, no touchdowns. Mm. And on the receiving end, as we were just saying, Zach Ertz was the high man. 12 catches for 91 yards in that touchdown, like he was saying, in garbage time. Yep. Uh, outside of that, Greg Ward was a pretty bright spot as far as the receiving core goes. He had six catches for 40 yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jordan Matthews, who was just brought in off the street a couple of weeks ago, had three catches for tw- 27 yards. Man, she's a bum. Dallas Goddard uh, had seven catches for 32 yards, and uh, J.J. Ortega Whiteside. He fumbled too. Don't don't forget two, the fumble. Two, two catches for 43 yards, and yes, Dallas Goddard did give up the ghost. Mm, he's a bum. He fumbled. He gave that rock up, gave that bread up, whatever you want to call it. He's a bum. We'll yeah. call it because yeah. uh, I don't like him. Yeah, yeah. Taylor's not a fan of Dallas Goddard no, at all. I don't like him. So I don't like his. I don't like his beard. I don't like. I don't like him. So moving to the Seahawks side of the ball, Russell Wilson uh, went 13 for 25, 200 yards, one touchdown, one interception, so not a bad day for him. On the rushing in, Rashad Penny uh, did the best uh, out of their backyard with 14 catches for, uh, 14 carries, I'm sorry, for 129 mm. yards and one touchdown. Mm, smoke Randall Darby. Just, just <laughs> so he got busy. Hit him with a stiff arm and a shoulder. Uh, Told him to get off me, little man. On the receiving end, they spread it out pretty well, but there wasn't anyone who stood out too much. I mean, DK Metcalf did have three catches for 35 yards. Chris Carson had four catches for 31 yards. And Malik Turner was the one lone receiving touchdown with his one catch for 33 yards. Uh, But just referring to this game as a whole, the birds... Listen, the bright spot was the defense. The defense is stepping up right now. The secondary is looking pretty solid. The line is looking a little better. They're getting a little more... uh, Penetration. Yeah, they're getting they're working, but way more um, consistent than they were in the first few weeks of the season. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. But that offensive side of the ball is just really, 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 really stagnant, man. Stank. Yeah, they don't. They don't. Right they don't have no plan. They just like they're just coming out. Just like, all right, this is this is it. And they don't have no plan. They don't have no one person that they gonna get a ball to. It how was it that you referred to their play calling right now? Just a little while ago. I forgot what I said. I'd be going crazy before the show. <laughs> it's, 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 uh, it's, it's, it's just bad, man. Do you remember what it was he said, E? I can't remember what I said, but it was it was bad, man. It was just... <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, oh, yeah. He, he said they just out here winging it. Yeah, the, it doesn't like they're just winging it. Like, yo, we're just going to go out here and we're just going to do whatever. Like, no, man. You got to have, like, one person that you want to give the ball to any kind of way. You want to do fakes or, you know, you know... You just have you got you got to be more creative when you don't have no no receivers no nothing. There's a lot of teams out here that don't have you know thing, but they they they'll go to all right. We're gonna go to this one player and that's it. We're gonna get him matched up on the third best corner. We're gonna put mm-hmm. him in the slot. We're yeah. gonna put him in the backfield. We're gonna do all types of. The, we're gonna put him in motion. We're gonna make sure something. And it just seems like Eagles just come out and just like yo man. We're just gonna run run run, run plays and hopefully man, just, hope and pray. Plays out. Hope and pray something happens. Like no man. Just get, hope get, something opens up. Yeah, hope that's, somebody gets re- re- released from a, a corner. Yeah, come on man. That's you can't play like that man. That's they, they just play real raggedy today. They look real bad man. The coaches are. I don't. They don't know what they're doing. Terrible. Bro. Yeah. How you scored ten points last week and nine points? Like come on man. That's nineteen points in two games at home. Come on man. 
It's a real letdown to be at this point in the season people, and things be looking this bleak and this dismal. Yeah, people score 19 points in a quarter. Y'all y'all dudes playing playing 19 points in two games. at Two games at home. Y'all have no excuses. That's sad, man. I'm not saying no. I don't, wanna, dude, I don't even want to see this team in the playoffs. Please. Let somebody else new get in. Terrible. Yeah, I don't want to see them in the playoffs. Please. I'd rather see the Carolina Panthers in the playoffs than them. <laughs> Please. Birds is just really, really. Yeah. I'd rather see Arizona uh, Cardinals uh, uh, in the right now. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to see them no more. They, they, they look real raggedy right now, man. Corny. So moving on to some other early one o'clock games because we just we, we can't we could spend an hour sitting here complaining and talking crazy about how the Eagles look today. Because well, not complaining because I really don't believe in complaining, but just assessing. The, the the futility of their performance today. That team's a, uh, is as dead as a corpse. They ain't doing nothing. They, there's nothing going on, man. They just they just they, they play lifeless. <laughs> nothing's going on. No one's flying. I mean, the defense flies around, but the offense, they come in the field and you're just like, oh god, what, what, what are they about to do? Who's about to turn? Who's about to drop something? Who's going to fumble? It just looks bad, man. Yeah, Four yeah. turnovers, man. That's terrible. They're dead. They're yeah. dead right now. Mm-hmm. So moving on to a, a little more of a bright spot as far as these one o'clock games go. Uh, the Buffalo Bills hosted the Denver Broncos up in very chilly Buffalo. Uh, Frank Gore uh, was able to uh, surpass Barry Sanders, who is my favorite running back, uh, just for the record in NFL history, yeah. uh, to become the third most uh, in rushing yards. And the Bills were able to advance to 8-3 and three while they dropped the Broncos to 3-8 and eight, uh, as they won 20-3, uh, which is really good for them. It keeps them in that playoff hunt. Um, And, you know, we don't have any illusions of thinking that they're going to overcome the Patriots unless they should happen to go on a massive massive losing streak. What's what's going on in that that Patriots game right now? I I saw you had that up a little bit ago. eh? Like 10 to 6 or something like that. But, I mean, they they got a tough schedule, too. They got some tough games coming up, too. After uh, the Cowboys today, I forget who they got. So the the meat of their schedule is not done yet either. No, no. So they got some some tough games. I got to look it up on my phone. But, um. They got some tough games coming up. So they might lose one more, and then maybe if the Bills can catch them, yeah, I mean, if the Bills can beat them, they'll be mm-hmm. tied up. And then, you know, now you got tiebreakers and all that stuff. Yeah, so. they do have one more head-to-head matchup before yeah, the season's so, over. Yeah, but I think the Patriots will lose at least one more game, if not two. So, I, you know, it's not all the way over yet. So on the Broncos' side of the ball, Brandon Allen, who came out and started at quarterback, went 10 for 25, 82 yards, and uh, one interception. And I'm sorry we did just get an update from that. Uh, Patriots Cowboys game it is currently 10 to 6 yeah. the Pats are up with 8.30 left in the third quarter so uh, you know we'll see how that one plays out it's, it's pretty close right now so yeah they that's... still got Houston Kansas City coming up and then after that they got stinkers like Cincinnati oh, it, Buffalo and Foles? was he just running uh, I don't know oh my goodness Nikki Montana just got out of contain got out of the pocket but and but, was moving but they got but they're losing by like 25 points so yeah, yeah. Well, Tennessee you know. It's back. Small, small victories. More victories. Tennessee's back. Yeah, you, you got to count what you can count. So, um, <laughs> moving on to the rushing side for Denver, uh, Philip Lindsay had 13 carries for 57 yards, no touchdowns. And uh, on the receiving side, uh, Denver didn't really have a whole lot to go uh, around, you know, to speak of. As I spoke, as I said earlier, Brandon Allen really only had 10 completions. So yeah, he had uh, a nice catch for Cortland Sutton, and that was it. Okay. It was pretty raggedy today for the Broncos. They're another team that they can't wait for the offseason, too. They, they're terrible, too, on offense. All right. Well, go Sutton. Nothing. That's what's up for the young guy. 
Uh, on the Bills side of the ball, Josh Allen went 15 for 25, 185 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Devin Singletary had himself a game, 21 carries for 106 yards, no touchdowns. Uh, Frank Gore, as I was saying earlier, he had 15 carries for 65 yards, but he did surpass Barry Sanders today. So, you know, he's definitely cemented himself in that great running back conversation, uh, being at the age that he's at, still doing it. 36 uh, years old, you know, man. Still being a threat. Still playing. But... That's, that's unheard of. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the receiving end, Cole Beasley uh, was the, the bright spot for the Bills with six receptions, 76 yards, and one touchdown. Uh, John Brown also chipped in with two catches for 39 yards in the touchdown. Uh, so moving on from that uh, <clears throat> Bills versus Broncos game, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to go to this uh, Dolphins-Browns game, which, uh, you know, really came as no surprise to anybody. If anybody's surprised at anything, it would be that Miami actually put up 24 points. Yeah, Bills, uh, not the Bills, uh, the Browns are, uh, you know, they, they, they still, they still, they still, they still, um, you know, floating above water. So, you know. They still got the offensive players. Still got Odell, and so they 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 play well today. Yeah, yeah. after that debacle, you know, <laughs> ten days ago with Miles Garrett swinging a helmet. Yeah, they got back to got back to business. Ryan Fitzpatrick on the Miami side of the ball went twenty-one for thirty-nine, two hundred fourteen yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Uh, he had five carries for forty-five yards and a touchdown. Um, and that was pretty much the. <laughs> Running game from Miami today. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, they don't. They run it. Well, their O line is bad, so they don't even try to run the ball anymore. They got they got O line problems. So, uh, Devontae Parker has six catches for ninety one yards and no touchdowns, but mm-hmm. Allen Hearns had four catches for forty two yards and one touchdown. Yeah. And the other touchdown went to the tight end Mike Gesicki, who had three catches for twenty eight yards. Okay. Uh, on the Brown side of the ball. Baker Mayfield went 24 for 34, 327 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. Uh, Nick Chubb passed that century mark off of 21 carries. He got 106 yards and a touchdown. And Kareem Hunt always also found his way into the end zone with his eight carries for 37 yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, and on the receiving end, both Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham had themselves some days and got into the end zone. <clears throat> but we're going to come back to them just a little bit later. Okay. All right. Yeah. But they they look they look they look they looked all right. We'll, we'll see. I mean, they are five and six right now, so they would pretty much have to run the table. Yeah. If they you know want to have a, you know get a playoff spot, and they have got a realistic couple, shot. And they got a couple teams that's in front of them. So yeah. So we'll see about them. And 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 it was against the Dolphins. And listen, listen. You can get a win if you can win <laughs> against the Dolphins. A win's a win. I mean, we we know what the Dolphins are about. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, man. Them and the Bengals are are an embarrassment. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, finishing up with a game that was a little more competitive, uh, NFC South showdown yeah. between the New Orleans Saints and the Carolina Panthers. Mm-hmm. Uh, came down to the Saints winning by a field goal, and they uh, were able to take this one, 34-31, to advance to 9-2. and two. Uh, Michael Thomas had 8-plus receptions, 100-plus yards, and that is his fifth consecutive game doing that. 10 for 101 in the time. He's the only receiver on the team. Yeah, man. We was just talking about this before uh, we came on. Uh, he's he's all they got catching the ball. But he catches the ball. But he catches the ball. And yeah. people know that he's where the ball's going to. He's trending. They say he's going to break Marvin Harrison's record from 10 years ago of 143 balls. He's trending to break that. For single and, season receptions. Yeah, and remember, he had Reggie Wayne and Dallas Clark and mm-hmm. Edron James. <laughs> well, I mean, he does have um, 
what's my man's name? Kamara, Kamara and yeah. uh, you know, when Jared Cook's out there, but he's yeah. the only receiving threat out there. So uh, that's it's incredible what he's doing. Like I said uh, last week, he's in my MVP race. Like just what he's done with the two different quarterbacks, mm-hmm. still catching ten balls a game. I think all he got to do is average seven or eight yards, seven or eight catches the next. Uh, four or five or six games, he'll he'll get the record. And he's he's getting that. He's he's getting that. He gets 10, 12 targets a game. So he's gonna get eight catches no matter no matter what. I think I seen him drop one ball in his whole career since he's been in the NFL. So he'll probably get that and and just smash that. Salute to Michael Thomas, man. He's a beast, man. He's getting it in. He he deserves some type of recognition. You know, somebody needs to say his name, say that he can stand up and and take a bow because you know just what he's done so far this season is absolutely commendable. Uh, you know, from the wide receiver standpoint. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the fact that offensively he's their focal point and defenses could they know, they you know, know kind of lock in yeah, on him. They know he's getting the ball. Yeah. And he still gets it. Yeah, man. He's a beast. So, uh, to get into the numbers a little bit, uh, on the Carolina side of the ball, Kyle Allen went 23 for 36, 256 yards and three touchdowns, no interceptions. So, a very nice day for him. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, 22 carries for 64 yards and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, DJ Moore had himself a, a good day. Six catches for 126 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Christian McCaffrey ca- uh, chipped in uh, on the receiving end with nine catches for 69 yards and a touchdown. And Greg Olson, uh, one of the old faithfuls, uh, he came through and he got five catches for 44 yards. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. that was actually a good game. I think the the um, Carolina kicker either missed the kick or something like that. Uh-uh. And the Saints came down and um, and uh, got, had a real good play from Alvin Kamara and a, and a crazy uh, a wide open catch from Michael Tom, which is that's egregious. I don't know how he gets wide open <laughs> after having nine grabs before that. Gets his tenth, and then they kicked the field goal and they made it and made it. Now they're what nine and three right now. So nine and two, nine and two. So they're cruising right now. On the Saints side of the ball, Drew Brees had 30 uh, attempts. Uh, I'm sorry, 30 recept- 30 completions on 39 attempts, mm-hmm. 311 yards, yep. three touchdowns, one interception. Uh, Latavius Murray was the high man in terms of yards with the backfield. He had seven carries for 64 yards and a touchdown. But Alvin Kamara was right behind him with 11 carries for 54 yards. Yeah, nine um, catches too. And yep, he had nine catches for 48 yards mm-hmm. and, uh, on the receiving end. Uh, like Taylor was just saying, Michael Thomas had 10 catches for 101 yards and a touchdown. Jared Cook almost caught um, 100 yards. He stopped just shy with 99 off of six catches, and he got a touchdown. Uh, and the other touchdown went to Traquan Swift. Traquan, Traquan Smith, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. uh, who pulled in his one reception for 13 yards in that touchdown. Touchdown, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they... Saints, Saints, Saints know what they're doing, and they deep. Like I said, even though the defense gave a couple yards today, you got Christian McCaffrey and um, DJ Moore on the other side. But you know they, the Saints, they, the Saints, they do they they do play pretty good defense. So they had a couple sacks today. So mm-hmm. and uh, Cam Jordan, he's playing he's playing like defensive MVP type levels right now. So you know they their defense and their off. You know anytime you got those in division games, you know they they can be a little closer than what it is. So but the Saints are like I said, they're rolling. Yeah, yeah, they're <laughs> they rolling. Yeah, they're rolling. Yeah, Saints, are, Saints are marching in, as they say. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's Sunday, so that's appropriate. Yeah, so they're getting it in. They, they they're gonna be thrust down the stretch. Hopefully, the ref don't don't derail them because the ref like to derail them. So we'll see. Yeah, the, the refs will jam you up. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so going back in time just a little bit, uh, sliding back to this Thursday night game, it was a pretty good one, pretty close one. Uh, AFC South showdown between the Colts and the Texans. 
um, and Houston were able to come out on top uh, and assume lone position of first place uh, at the AFC South. Yep. Uh, the final score was 20 to 17, which moves the Texans to 7 4, 7 and 4, uh, while the Colts dropped to 6 and 5. Uh, Taylor, did you catch that one Thursday night? At yeah, NBA I saw a little game? bit of it. Yeah, I saw you know as much of it as I, as I could. I don't know what's up with the uh, the Colts. You know what I mean, they they were humming. I mean, they were well. It, it's funny they came in. They running back was hurt, but they ran the ball a lot to Jonathan Williams, who had mm-hmm. over 100 yards. Yeah. But uh, Jacoby Brissett doesn't look the same after that knee injury a few weeks ago. So it does look like something something ain't, something ain't right. And uh, the, you know the Col- the, the, the Texans they look pretty good. You know, mm-hmm. they, they they look they look pretty good. So you know Hopkins had a really nice game. Uh, they finally got Will Fuller back. He had a buck 40 receiving. Um, Carlos yep. Hyde ran the ball well, and um, Deshaun Watson. You know, after that debacle from last week against the Ravens, he got back into um, got back into the groove and had almost three hundred yards passing, had two touchdowns. So they, yep. the Ra- the, uh, they look pretty good. And I think they got the Patriots next week. So Houston's trying to get back on, you know, find back on all cylinder, but they got the weapons to do it. So two yeah. receivers, you know, they got a really dynamic quarterback. Uh, they got a one-two punch with the running backs with Hyde and uh, Duke Johnson. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, they, they just got to get their secondary together because they got people out and in, and they signed people off the – well, not signed people off the street, but uh, they picked up Hargreaves, and they traded for uh, Garen Conley. Conley had an interception. So, you know, they're just trying to get that offense, the defense together. And they made a bunch of trades. So this year they, they made a bunch of trades for the all- – they're trying to get into the playoffs and, ma- and make a run. You know, yeah. I can appreciate that. If you feel yeah. like your, your team is good enough, trade the picks and just, just try to get it all this year. So mm-hmm. I, I can salute them for that. The GM, whoever it is, they're just trying to get, you know, trying to get as far as in playoffs as they can. So yeah. I, I can salute them. Unlike some teams, they, at least they're trying to win. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. can only appreciate yeah. and respect that. Mm-hmm. They see a problem and say, you know what, this ain't working. Let's get this guy in here. Yeah, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's thanks on the Colts' side that, you know, Jacoby Brissett didn't play so well because he was kind of a bright spot of them. Yeah. Bright spot for them coming into this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but hopefully he's able to get healthy and, uh, you know, resume playing well for them, you know, leading that team. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So we're going to slide into our first edition of Top 5, which this week for our football edition is going to be our Top 5 football movies. We're going to take our focus off of the seriousness of football just a little bit, bring a little levity to things. Yeah, well, well the holidays and, uh, is coming up, and exactly. some of these, you know I mean, you might be one to, you know, got a couple of days off, you might want to be able to watch a couple of movies like this. So. Yeah, yeah, you might be, you know, super upset because the Eagles just took another L, so maybe this will make you feel a little better. Think about some movies that you might have enjoyed. All right. Uh, so I'm going to start off with mine. And at number five, this is a, a real feel-good movie, I would say. Um, it's one I remember from my youth. Um, and it's one that I appreciate to this day. And that's uh, Little Giants. <laughs> hot Hands. <laughs> <laughs> Icebox. Icebox, Hot Hands. What's my Spike. man? Spike. Spike. Spike was, Spike was ruthless. Spike was reckless. <laughs> reckless. Spike was getting people up out of there. His pops. His pops. His pops are doing the most. Spike had that reckless cut, too. Yeah, I mean, he had the buzz cut. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> what's, what's the quarterback name? His name was, was it Junior? What was his name? I think it was Junior. Yeah, Junior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that, that's a classic movie. And that 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 one almost didn't make the cut. Um, I had a couple others that uh, I was debating between, but I ended up going with that just because that one always hits a, a spot for me. Rick Moranis? Yeah, yeah. Ed O'Neill? Yeah. Annexation of Puerto Rico. <laughs> John Madden with the appearance. With, with, who was 
with Tim Brown, Emmett Smith, and Kevin Green. Yeah, Bruce, was, oh, Bruce was Smith. The Madden bus, wasn't yeah, they? They, they got lost to Canada or something like that, and they gave them <laughs> all types of advice and yeah. ended up winning the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that, that movie was fun. That movie's hilarious. That movie's funny. Love that, Joe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, number four, I got Gridiron Gang. Oh, with The uh, Rock? That was starring The Rock. Exhibit. I also had Exhibit, like you said. <laughs> exhibit. <laughs> it's a terrible job acting, but the movie, the movie was good, though. The movie was solid, though. Yeah. The, the story was solid. Yes. You know, the, the point was solid. Had a young uh, ghost <laughs> from Amari, power, Amari Hardwick Amari, in it. Amari, Amari Hardwick got that work in got, got Got clapped being the gang member thinking he's going to pull out the gun and, and shoot at the young boy at somebody, the game. Somebody, somebody in Camden did the same thing he did. It got the shooting at the game. Oh, no. <laughs> but, but he got shot and got clapped, and that was it for him. Yeah. Throwing up gang signs and stuff. Yeah, got him up out yeah, of that. A young Amari Hardwick <laughs> getting, <laughs> getting, getting clapped. You haven't caught that one. Yeah, uh, check that one out. That's actually that's actually a uh, low key good movie. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, number three, uh, we're gonna go back to a movie that I actually saw for the first time uh, in my youth. Um, we watched it actually in health class. I remember when I was in high school. I don't remember why, uh, but that's remember the Titans. Uh, Denzel Washington, Herman, a young Wood Harris, Herman Boone, uh, Julius. Get, Gary uh, Bertier, <laughs> the young Opie from um, Bertier got from, smoked. From, from um, what's, what's, what's that? Sons of Anarchy. Oh yeah, uh, yeah he was um, he was happy in um, in uh, Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 not happy. He was uh, he was Opie. Opie, I'm sorry. Opie, I'm sorry. Uh, who else was in that John Rev? <laughs> My Petey. Uh, blue, blue Petey. Petey. <laughs> You're killing me, Petey. <laughs> Donald Faison. <laughs> uh, um, that movie is hilarious, man. Had a lot of names in that. Uh, Sunshine. Yes, Ronnie, Ronnie Bass. Sun, Ronnie Sunshine Bass. <laughs> Ronnie Pre- Bass. Preach. <laughs> what the name is? Rev. Yeah, Rev. Yeah, Rev named Rev. Yeah. Jerry that's, Harris. That's, that's 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 a classic movie, man. I can anytime that movie comes, on, I gotta watch that, John. Yeah, man. Love Remember the Titans. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so number two is another classic. Uh, it's, it's an older movie from, I think it came out before I was born, but it might have been a 90s movie. I'm not 100% sure. Actually, I think it was a 90s movie because one of the guys that was in it, uh, the 90s was kind of one of his eras. Uh, but that's not that's the program. Oh, that came out 91 or 92. Yeah, you was alive okay. when it came out. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Starring uh, James Caan, <laughs> oh, James, uh, Omar James Epps. <laughs> Holly uh, Berry. Holly Berry, yep, yep. <laughs> uh, that that light skinned boy that was pissed off that Omar Epps was about to take his chick. Oh, I don't know his name. Yeah, uh, yeah I don't know his name either. The one guy, uh, what's his name? What's his name? Latimer. He's actually from Philly. Um, the the, the, the long hair white. The, the, the crazy white boy yeah, that actually, plays the crazy yeah, white boy in, in all these football movies. Yeah, he's originally from Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, he, he's coming up again soon. Um, <laughs> he was hilarious in the movie, though. Uh, what, 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 what? Not, not everyone has your talent, Alvin. Yeah, I was about to say, what's, what's the ball name on defense? Alvin Mack. Alvin, Alvin Mack. My Alvin Mack got, 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 got smoked on the field. Leg was turned over. Oh, Yo, Alvin Mack got juiced. <laughs> That's another classic movie. I felt bad for that man yeah. sitting out for yeah. the last game. What was the backup quarterback? What was the backup quarterback? They kicked him off the team, had to bring him back. What was his name? Oh, I forget his I forgot name. His the, name. The boy that was getting down with the coach's yeah, daughter. Yeah, the coach's daughter. He kicked him off the team. Had to bring him back because the quarterback was on the drugs or whatever. Joe Kane. Joe Kane. And then they um got rid of the backup quarterback and brought Joe Kane back. Joe yeah. Kane. Man. That was a good movie, man. Uh, Je- what was um, over his name? Something Jefferson. What was it? Um, uh, was it Malik Jefferson? 
I don't remember his tagline. Either. It could have been Malik hold Jefferson. On, hold on, hold on. I'm about to look that up right now. <laughs> the, the most, the, the blackest name ever, Malik Jefferson. Give me a minute. <laughs> I, I can see them in the in the uh, <laughs> while they writing the script. What are we gonna name the black running back? Uh, <laughs> let's name him Malik Jefferson or something like that. Yeah, him and Holly Berry. Yeah, she's helping him with his um, you know, with his homework and all that stuff. Yeah, that. No, no, no. It was Darnell Jefferson. Darnell Jefferson. Okay, all right. Then. Malik Jefferson wasn't rolling off the tongue. All right, so Darnell Jefferson. Yeah, all right. I got you. Yeah, that's a classic movie. All right, all right. Uh, so my number one movie, uh, where that crazy white boy with the long hair from the program is gonna show up again. Oh yes. Starring Jamie Foxx, LL Cool J, yes. Any Given Sunday. <laughs> I originally saw this in movie theaters with my pop, and it was wild. Steaming. But uh, yeah, they, they, they call him Willie. Steaming. Willie Beeman. <laughs> he lost his invisible juice at one point in time in the movie. <laughs> got the smoked in the rain. Got smoked in the rain. Got the helmet knocked off. <laughs> was talking real greasy to his offensive line, and they was like, yeah, watch this. <laughs> Yeah. That movie's hilarious. Got, got Bill, Lawrence, Lawrence Bill, Taylor. Bill Bellamy. Bill Bellamy. Terrell Owens. Terrell that, Owens. He was, the third, he, was the, he was the third string receiver. You know what I mean? Ricky Waters played a little bit. Ricky Waters was on the other team. Yeah, man. That movie was. The one and only Jim, Jim Brown. Jim Brown is the defensive coordinator. Cussing. I don't catch jokes, mother. I, I, I give him. <laughs> Lawrence Taylor was talking real kind. Con- Coach, calm down. You have a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> the, way, the way Lawrence Taylor's, because he was hyped the whole movie, the whole time, he said, Coach, calm down. You're going to have a stroke. I don't give strokes, mother. I give them. I think that was in practice, too. Yeah, I was in practice. Yo, man, that movie is hilarious, man. Oh, my God. Cap, Cap, Captain Jack Rooney. Captain. <laughs> 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 what was the backup quarterback named Cheverini? Ch- 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 and then he got oh. hurt, and then James Wood was like, what happened? He fell off the bench? <laughs> and they, had back, they had to bring back the cart. <laughs> <laughs> bring the cart back. They had to bring the cart back. What happened? Cheverini got hurt. What what happened? He fell off the bench? Hold on, hold on. I got to look up his name, too. And, and, then, and then Beeman, he's like, Beeman, where the heck is your helmet at? He over there just talking with the boy, having a casual conversation. Like, Coach, I don't really think he was putting Coach, me I in. Coach, you put, put me down. He was, he was chilling on the sideline just talking. <laughs> Nothing you know. He, he, he know he was not even paying attention to the game. That movie was hilarious, man. Hold on, hold on. I'm about, oh, to, I'm about to get the name right now. Who? Um, the backup quarterback. Backup quarterback. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was in another football movie too. Um, yeah, that, that, that movie was. That movie's classic. But the whole party scene when he goes to Lawrence Taylor's house. That's a that's a classic. Scene. Oh no! When Lawrence Taylor ends up on top of his yeah, his cut, Hummer, cut, cutting, cutting that joint out with the yeah. with the chainsaw. D- Dwayne Martin's in the movie. Plays agents. There's so many Ooh, people in that yeah, movie. Dwayne Martin, Layla Rashawn played his girlfriend. Yeah, the, the, the shorty from Boomerang. <laughs> yeah, yep. he called her a big ass bitch. I said, Yo, <laughs> I'm in this reckless. Yeah. I, don't, I don't want your dirty mouth around my effing kids no more. <laughs> that movie was crazy. Yeah, that that movie turned out. I, I feel like they, I, I feel like they threw up, they threw the script out halfway through the movie. That's why I think the movie just went crazy. We didn't even talk about Cameron Diaz. Cameron she was, Diaz. She was the owner's wife, uh, um, the, the owner's daughter going crazy. And also, we didn't even talk about Al Pacino. Al Pacino, you know, the, the coach. The coach I mean? delivers yeah. one of the greatest movie uh, speeches I've, I've ever seen at yeah, the yeah, end yeah. In the, at that game. Yeah. Talking about inches in life. Yeah, yeah. That, that was actually a good movie. Man. If you haven't caught Any Given Sunday, definitely check that joint out. Yeah, that's a classic. Uh, some movies that didn't make my list. Well, I'm, I'm not even going to get into that because if I didn't say it, I have a pretty good feeling that Taylor is going to say it. And if he doesn't, then <clears throat> maybe I'll bring him up after the fact. Yeah, we can bring But uh, yeah. t- Taylor, you can get into your five now. I, I-, I can't find the backup quarterback, so we're going to chalk that one up. That's fine. I, th- I think it was Trevorini. I, 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 th- I, th- I think it was, it was Trubini. Trubini or Trevorini. It, it was something it was, like that. It was a light. I know it was an uh, Italian type of name with, yeah, a, with yeah. an eye on the end. 
But um, he, he wasn't in the movie very long anyway. Yeah, no, he wasn't. He was All holding right. a clipboard. He came in, got stretched out, and got taken to the back. All right, so my number five is, uh, well, I'm about to go with a movie, Friday Night Lights, man. Okay, okay. Yes. <laughs> Booby Miles. <laughs> <laughs> Put me in, coach. Let booby spin. Let me get this for you, coach. <laughs> who, who you working for? You working for me? You trying to work for me? You trying to take my football career? Who paying you? Who paying you? Man, <laughs> listen. When when I was in school. Uncle LV. When, when I was in college. Oh, no. <laughs> the boy LV. can play some football and he can pass the ball. You can put him anywhere on the field. He can run the ball. Oh, he can, he can, catch, he can the, catch the, the ball. ball. He threw the longest pass. And, and he, he can, can pass. pass the ball. And a paint your back porch. Paint your back porch, too. Uncle Take LV. Take your dog for a walk. He's like, um, LV, you cool with it? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> 100%. Oh, man, that's my favorite. That's that's, that's oh, number five. Man. I saw that in the movie. Th- I didn't know how good it was going to be until I went to the movie theater and saw it, but that's a good movie. When I was in college, we used to play Mario 64 all the time, Mario Kart 64. Yeah. And I had this homie who we live with, one of our roommates, Jason. Shout out to Jason. Jason yeah. Rills, he getting married pretty soon Okay. Uh, next year. Uh, but we used to play. And he was one of the not-so-great players at the game, and it was me, him, and two of our other homies. And I would always tell him, yo, you got to block for Booby, and we're going to get to the promised land. Tell him yeah. to help me out, and we're going to get that win. So, okay, yeah, man. Uh, Friday, Friday Night Lights was that work. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with number four. Number four is uh, Varsity Blues. Okay. okay. <laughs> James Vanderbeek, Paul Walker, uh, John Voight. Crazy movie, crazy, crazy movie. Uh, you know, he's a, uh, Paul Walker is the all-star quarterback. Uh-huh. Tears ACL. James Vanderbeek is the backup quarterback. Comes in and they just go on the streak, and it's it's a real, real, real good movie. But that's kind of like some inner, you know, with the coach kind of being dirty and you know putting players in when they hurt. And you know, what I mean, had a had a running back boy named Wendell. Yeah, <laughs> he messed his knee up. You know, what I mean, but it's a good movie, man. Uh, okay. Tweet, uh, ma- matter of fact, you got James Con's son in there, Scott Con. He played uh, Charlie Tweeter, the receiver. <laughs> he was like kind of like a Wes Welker type of guy, like a little short white boy receiver catching all the passes. So okay. real, real good movie. That was kind of based in Texas too, but more of a funnier version of uh, of something like um, like a Friday Night. But Varsity Blues, that, that's a classic, man. Classic movie. I think it came out in 99, but like that, that was a good movie, man. Like okay. I said, Paul Walker was in the movie. John Voight. Uh, I forget the girl's name. Uh, it's, 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 two, it's two girls. One played his girlfriend. The other one played um, his... Uh, his it's a good movie, man. That's, a, that's I haven't seen that yet, but you brought it up the last time we was talking about football movies, no, so I'm going to definitely have to edit my list. Blues, every time that comes on, I got to watch that movie. And then right. when Not Another Teen movie came out, they kind of spoofed <laughs> that movie. So. Okay. Yeah, you know I mean, so Varsity Blues is number uh, four for me. I'm, my number three is I, I had to put Any Given Sunday in. That, that's, okay. That's a classic, man. Definitely. <laughs> I, they had some crazy characters in that movie. You already just, you already just went through it with Whit Scheming, Willie Beeman, and... Yeah, I mean, you, you, you got me trying to tackle hundred pound mother. I don't do that kind of. Shit. Yeah, I mean, just, just, just the whole conversation. Um, oh, you know who we forgot who was in it? Who? Reckless character. Who? James James Woods. Yeah, James Jim I, Woods. Yeah, I say James Woods. Yeah. Oh, you did. He came. Play, remember, played remember, the uh, the the, uh, the, 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 the trainer. doctor. Yeah, remember he was he was driving the cart when he had the when he had Cat Rooney, and then when when oh, um, Trevor yeah, Rooney yeah, got yeah. hurt, he said. Oh, what happened? He fell off the bench. He's the one that said that you fell off the bench. Was him. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that n- number three. We just talked about it. That's I had to put that in my list, man. That's a that's a classic movie. Mm-hmm. Classic movie. Definitely. 
And uh, number two, it's, it's, a, it's a shocker. I don't know if anybody's seen this movie. Okay. But it's called Carter High. Okay. No one's ever heard of it before, but Carter High is the team. Yeah, Carter High, they played, um, you know, Friday Night Lights in the movie. Oh, Dallas Carter. Yeah, Dallas Carter. But what happened was this story, there's a story for them, too. They had like six or seven really, really good all-star players on their team, including Jesse Armstead, who ended up going to the NFL. Mm -hmm. I remember the name. But the, they had like maybe four or five or six outlaw team oh, no. that started sticking up people and robbing them. Oh, no. <laughs> Yo, it goes down in Texas. Yeah, and, and, and don't get me wrong. They were in a, like a nice suburban town, a black, you know, kind of like where we grew up at, yeah. where it was predominantly black, but they were on that, you know, on that on that ghetto stuff, man. They yeah. started robbing like, you know, um, uh, convenience stores and, and um, uh, what they call them, um, food stores, you know, and and they got caught and all six or seven of those guys got caught and they all went to jail for like like 15, 20 years. You know what I mean? Yeah, now now imagine you that. have a imagine you have a son, he's got a he like football season's over with. So mm -hmm. everything and they all sign they they all sign like uh um um what they call them a scholarship they scholarships to Miami and Texas, mm -hmm. all the and it all got thrown away because they all was, you know, ro ro robbing people, thinking mm -hmm. it was funny. Mm -hmm. And the thing was beginning of the beginning of the movie, they were had they had this um cloud over them about the grades. The grades, everything got wiped out. So the movie stars uh, David Banner. He plays the lawyer. You got Charles S. Dutton as the coach. Vivica Fox is his um, wife, and okay. Coach Hall is like one of the position coach. Okay. And the coach is trying to tell him like, "Listen, you guys gotta like, you guys are like really, really good. You guys can like, you know, be something special." Yeah. And these Negroes went <laughs> and got a gun and started robbing convenience stores and food stores and taco stores and got pulled up by the police. And they all got 15 or 20 years. And literally, all of them were, like, all-American players. Yeah. And the th crazy thing was, they were going to ask Jesse Armstead to go. He didn't go. Okay. So he, you know, and he ended up having a great career in, um, yeah. in uh, you know, for the Giants. And yep, so that's yep. based on a true story. I think it's on Netflix. You used to be on the That was a good movie. That's one of the movies okay. you got to watch. Like, okay. dang, they, they know how to mess up a wet dream. Like, that, okay. that's crazy. <laughs> they, I'm telling you. <laughs> People was in the hallways crying because they they saw millions of dollars just getting thrown away because all these guys would that's all they would do, all they had to do was just wait and they'd yeah, have been yeah. in college they got all the money but they were mm -hmm. robbing stores and everything like that thinking it was funny they got caught and that was it this just turned that turned that town all upside down so uh, the yeah, Dallas Carter movie's called Carter High really good movie independent movie it probably didn't cost that much to make but it's a good movie so def definitely that's that's definitely number two when I first saw it I was like yo this this is crazy and it was all true. It's a lesson to the kids, man. Don't throw your life away yeah, doing that dumb away, stuff. Man. Don't do, don't do it, man. That that was that was crazy, man. And number one, I mean, it's, it's got to be remember the Titans, man. Okay, okay. That's that's a classic movie, man. Yeah, we just spoke about it. Bertier, Julius, all of them. Yeah, I, I, I like that movie, man. That movie that movie is like you know a feel good movie. I like that movie a lot. Uh, you got a, got a young, a young a Nicole Ari Parker, you know, with Den, yeah. playing Denzel's mm. wife. Mm. Uh, Will Will Patton, the, uh, the 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 defensive coordinator. You go coach. What's up from your defense? You worry about your offense. I worry about my defense. <laughs> I like how they just going back the whole movie. But you know, at the yeah. end of the day, they end up being respectful. I think yeah. they end up coaching that team together for like a good 10, 12 years, you know what I mean? End up being real good friends, you know what I mean? Uh -huh. And that was in the in the beginning with, um, you know, with the, with the schools combining and everything, yeah. with the blacks and whites, you know what I mean? Desegregation. Yeah, desegregation. Yeah. So it's a really good movie and a really good, like, you know, how people were before, but when you get on the team and you got to depend on people, uh -huh. um, you know, um, it doesn't matter about color. I mean, Put that stuff to the side. Yeah, had a young Ryan Gosling up in the, yep, up in that yep. joint. Yeah, you know I mean, so that movie was a uh, was star studded. Yeah, you know I mean, so that's that's one of my yeah. favorite. Like you said, Wood Harris up in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's one of my favorite movies. So, remember the Titans number one. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 yeah, I don't like that movie. Well, one movie that I didn't mention that I do enjoy Wild a lot is, on my list. is um, Brian's song. But that's a movie I got to kind of be in the mood for because mm. that's, that's probably going to bring you down a little bit. I was going to put... Usually I try to keep the vibes up. I was going to put the uh, waterboard in there, but as the years gone by, it kind of moved up a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So maybe like maybe 10 years ago to been my top five, but mm-hmm. after some of these movies, it kind of moves up because that movie is like silly. It's a good classic uh, Adam Sandler movie, but yeah. that's like eight or nine right now. But you got like, you know, the Waterboy... Um, uh, what else? He already said Wildcats. That's, that's got um, um, I think that's what's the name first movie together. Um, Wesley Snipes and, uh, and and, and Willie, Woody uh, Harris. Woody Harris. That's their first movie to get together. Yeah, and there's a movie called The Comebacks too. And that, that's a spoof movie too. But that <laughs> they had an actual actual player on the team in ACL tear. I said, yo, stop! Like the, oh, the movie's no. funny though, man. The movie's funny as hell. So. Yeah, so yeah. One we, movie that didn't make it into my five that I like a lot that I know Taylor doesn't like particularly much is uh, The Replacements yeah, uh, with like Keanu that. Reeves. Yeah, I didn't like that movie. Face on Love, yeah. Orlando Jones. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that movie's not for me. Hey there. Orlando Jones, right? Yeah, he was always, Clifford was. Clifford what? Clifford Harris, something like that? Uh, no, no, I'm sorry. That's, that's T.I.'s name. What, something, something, something Clifford. Clifford Franklin. Clifford Franklin, yeah, I didn't like that. The wide receiver. Yeah. <laughs> the black wide receiver that couldn't catch like uh, that's that's it's too stereotypical like we already saw that little giant they had a black receiver a little black we couldn't catch yeah, I, mean, yeah. I didn't like the replacements i didn't like that all right all right so moving on from our top five uh we're going to get into a little preview of the sunday night game tonight <clears throat> which is going to be uh should be a good one uh the packers against the 49ers from san francisco uh the packers sit at eight and two the 49ers at nine and one and aaron Rodgers. Uh, facing a, this is the first time in his career that he's facing a team that's nine and one or better. Mm. Really? Um, so they have uh, quite the task ahead of them with that San Francisco defense. Yep. Um, you know we're, we're going to see how things play out. Mm-hmm. San Francisco's at home, so it's going to be a little difficult to overcome that, no matter how you know well Aaron Rodgers plays. Can I hate real quick? Go ahead, go ahead. I want to hate. Well, well, not not hate, but this is hate on the Eagles. Um, I want to thank the NFL for for swapping the game out from Seattle and oh, the yeah. Eagles, putting them at the one Eagles o'clock. Eagles were supposed to be the night game this week, and they swapped them fools out for this game. So th- mm-hmm. thank you. That that's some hate towards the Eagles because they said, man, the Eagles ain't, ain't nothing. Let, let's get a better game. You know I mean? So swap them out already one o'clock. Sorry, that's well deserved. Yeah, well, well, well deserved. Thank God. Them, them cats is not um, in a position where they need to be on prime time anywhere right now. If that game today would have been on tonight, that that would have pissed me off. <laughs> you know what I mean, so to thank the NFL for for for, 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 be, for being smart and getting 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 that up out of there and getting a real game in. Thank you, thank you, Jesus. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So, uh, uh, Green Bay and and the 49ers squaring off the night, but uh, you know what? Games in San Fran or in Santa Clara, right? So, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, San Francisco is the home team tonight. We'll I'm, say. I'm, I'm taking. Uh, I'm, t- I'm taking the Packers. I was, I was just about to say I, I'm going to take the Packers tonight. No disrespect to the us to the uh, to the 49ers, but I'm, I'm yeah. going to take. I'm going I'm to take Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Not at all. Not at they all. They was, um, yeah. you know, they were off last week, uh, uh-huh. so you know they they getting getting you know got guys got guys back. You know, what I mean, if they were hurt. You know, what I mean, so they're a little bit more fresher. Yeah, they got to fly out to San Fran, but like I said, it's a late game. So, you know, they, I think they should be able to get it in. Yeah, yeah. They, they had a chance to, to you know, retool and get things uh, situated during their bye. So, uh, I think they're going to come out clicking tonight. Okay. I mean, they're going to get that win. I think so, too, yeah. 
Uh, so tomorrow night on Monday night, uh, we have another game that, you know, might be okay. It kind of depends. Uh, but uh, I'm looking forward to it myself, and that's going to be the Baltimore Ravens and the L.A. Rams. Uh, Lamar Jackson, uh, up to this point, is 14-3 uh, in his 17 career starts, so that definitely bodes well for him and the Ravens, who currently sit at 8-2, and two, while the Rams are 6-4. and four. Uh, the Ravens are sitting in first place in the AFC North, so they're just trying to further solidify their position and at this point just kind of play for seeding. You know, trying to get one of those top two spots to get that first round by because that's always beneficial where you can get that little bit of extra rest. Yep. Um, and the Rams, who sit at 6-4, and four, are uh, still trying to compete um, in that N- NFC West to maybe try to get a, a wild card spot. You know, they're definitely safely behind the 49ers who I don't think are going to drop down to them as far as when loss goes uh, but if they can you know uh, keep getting wins uh, they might be able to slide into one of those uh, wild card spots yeah they did, they did this, uh, their defense is playing a little bit better and mm-hmm. uh, you know this is going to be a little test for Lamar Jackson he's on the road against the team that was in Super Bowl last year I mm-hmm. mean you cannot forget about Aaron Donald yep and you cannot forget about um, uh, Jalen Ramsey two of the best position players on earth, mm-hmm, you got the mm-hmm. one of the best. You got the best defensive tackle by, by far. You got the best corner by far. So yep. he's gonna have his work cut out for him this week. Uh, you know, t- tomorrow night. So it's gonna be good to show. Like if he if he shows out tomorrow, I mean tomorrow night, he's probably gonna be top. You know, uh, right ahead on an MVP scale. If he, if he drops a dud, then it's gonna be closer between him, Russell West, uh, Russell Wilson, uh, Michael Thomas, and Christian uh, McCaffrey. But yeah. If he goes out there and balls out. He might. I mean, I'm not gonna say he can win it, but he's gonna he's gonna put himself up, way way up high. You know I mean? That that'll so, give him a lot of points yeah. in that race. Russell Wilson still got some tough games. He got another. Mm-hmm. He got. He still got to play against the 49ers. He still mm-hmm. got another one against the Rams. So you know he's got some. T- he got some tough uh, games in the next yeah. couple of weeks. So yeah. So if you know if Lamar Jackson balls out, I mean, he's gonna be he's, he's gonna be MVP. Uh, he's gonna be a class I'm, in my eyes. And it'll be on a big stage. You know, yeah. prime time Monday night. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the Rams side of the ball, uh, they've been having their share of issues the past couple of weeks dealing with injuries. Uh, wide receiver-wise, Brandon Cooks was out, Robert Woods was out. All they had was Cooper Cup. Yeah, I think uh, Cooks is playing. I don't know about mm-hmm. it. Cooks is playing. Woods is, is, is still assuming. undecided. He's a game-time decision. Yeah, but yeah, Cooks, they, they definitely he's playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the running back side, we all know about Todd Gurley and his recent woes as far as his ailing knees. He had a good um, game last week, though. So I guess, I mean, I guess they were kind of like, you know, trying to pace him with the with the carries. This mm-hmm. last, but last week I think he got like 25, 26 carry, almost had a hundred yards. So maybe they're ready to to rev him up. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see what the Rams are doing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but as far as predictions go, I'm going to take the away team in this one again, and I'm going to go with the Ravens. Um, I think they're going to be able to do it uh, on the road. Uh, I'm taking the Rams. I, I, I like Aaron. I, I think Aaron Donald and uh, what's my man name? Uh, the other outside linebacker, um, that, uh, Flowers. Flowers. I'm forgetting his first name. Um, Dante. Whatever his name is. I think they. Go, I think they have a good game. I think they contain um, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Okay. And, uh, I think. I think it's gonna be close. I don't think it's gonna be a blowout. But I yeah. think um, Rams. You know, actually get a win. They're, they're a little bit more experienced. I mean, even though you know Baltimore has experienced players on their team, but. I think, you know, at home, I think L.A. can, can pull that game out. I think they're 6-4 and four right now, so make, it makes and it makes the West a little more interesting. So, uh-huh. yeah, so I think the Rams pulled out. I mean, I, think it's, I don't think it's going to be a bad loss for the uh, Ravens, but, you know. I think it'll be close. I think it'll be close, yeah. Okay. So we'll be tuned in. Yeah, I'll, I'll take the Rams. 
All right, all right, all right. Um, so we're going to get into a little bit of fantasy football talk. We're coming down the stretch of the season. I believe this is the last week uh, in most leagues of regular season games. So we're is about it? to move into the playoffs. Wow. Uh, at least that's the case in my league. Um, so I'm hoping that either I'm able to win or two other teams that are playing are able to lose. Okay. So I can slide into that sixth-place spot because, as we were saying a couple weeks ago between ourselves, Fantasy football is a, a lot of luck. Yes, sir. A little bit of skill. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, if you can get into the playoffs, six spots, sometimes you're able to make things happen. Yeah. Uh, but uh, as far as that goes, this week we do have an Odell Beckham sighting. Uh, the Cleveland Browns did square off against the Miami Dolphins, so you got to keep it in that perspective. But um, he did getting off is getting off. You know, at least most of the time. Had a touchdown. First right. one since week two. Yeah, he brought in six catches for 84 yards and a touchdown. Uh, so those who took a chance on him today, fantasy football-wise, were rewarded. Um, and then on the other side of the Cleveland receiving core, Jarvis Landry outdid him uh, by catching 10 catches for 148 yards and two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then a guy who may actually be available in your waiver wire as a streaming candidate if you're in a situation where you may need a quarterback, you can throw in. Um, and he has a pretty sweet next few weeks. That's Jameis Winston. Uh, he And he went off today to the tune of 18 for 28, 313 yards, and three touchdowns. Okay. Um, so, you know, that was, that was big for him. And I was a recipient of his good play because I started Chris Godwin. So, you know, hopefully he's able to continue his play over the next couple of weeks. Because Chris Godwin was able to pull in seven for like buck eighty four and two touchdowns. Yeah, I got good memory. (laughs) Very good for him today. And uh, you know, Taylor, who'd you have as far as uh, your fantasy football watch or standouts? You know, people who caught your attention. Uh, I just had someone up on my uh, screen and they disappeared. Oh, my man uh, uh, Tyler Boyd. Okay. He had a five. Cincinnati. Yeah, five grabs. Had a touchdown today. He was complaining last week about not getting, you know, no snaps, and he was right because they don't have any other receivers. There's no, there's no um, AJ uh, Green, AJ Green, or you know, there's no. It's just him. So he should be getting 10, 12 targets a game. And yeah. listen, he got his nine targets today, and um, you know, um, over a hundred yards of receiving touchdown. He had a forty-yard grab, so uh, mm-hmm. he looked good today. He looked like he's going to be back in the saddle, you know, as that number one receiver. You know what I mean? So. Um, uh, he's more more of a slot kind of guy, but you know they gotta use him all over the place because of you know of you know of his um, you know he's, he's the best player they got. So yeah, yeah. He had a good game today. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think. Anybody else? Oh yeah, I'm gonna go back to Thursday. Uh, Jonathan uh, Williams. Williams. I, think, I think that was one of my guys. I said last week. I said pick yeah. up one of these um, Colts rec- running backs. Yeah, I mean, since Marlon Mack's gonna be out for the next few weeks, mm-hmm. and Jonathan Williams, <laughs> they gave him like 26 carries. He had a over 100 yards, a yep. rushing touchdown, yep. and yep. had like a couple of re- re- receptions. So he got it in, man. So um, salute, to, uh, salute, to, salute to you know uh, the Rams. I mean, for the Colts to say, listen, man, next man up. I mean, yeah, Marlon Max out, so we are gonna give it to you know a running back that's been back and forth off the practice squad and on other teams. You're thinking on Saints last year, gave him the rock, and he had 100, 100 carries. So you know he 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 he, he did him justice. You know, that's what you gotta do. You gotta run the rock. You want to control yeah. the rock, keep yourself in the game. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be trying to pass and everything like that. You know what I mean? Especially with Joe Kobe Brissett. You know what? Uh, I think he messed up his M- MCL. So you know, what I mean? so he might not even be out there hundred percent. So help you help your quarterback out by having a solid running game. And in one of those one of my uh, fantasy football leagues this week, I was on 
the other end of that stick <clears throat> because uh, I was hoping that Jonathan Williams Juju wasn't going to hold up. Uh, somebody picked him up before I was able to get him, so I had to go with Jordan Wilkins, and he did nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had Jonathan Williams. Uh, he was on the bench, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, as long mm-hmm. as you don't let no one else grab him. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. But, uh, yeah, so he had a, he had a really good game too. Um, other than that, I really can't see any, anybody else. I mean, everyone, like I say, we had the point right now. Every, everyone's picked up. So you yeah, know what I mean, so I mean, you really digging for gold right scraping now. Scraping the bottom of the barrel the right now. Scraping the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, if you're still looking for people right now, your mm-hmm. team is probably trash. I mean, <laughs> I mean, if you want to stream, uh, what's the my name guy named Benny Snell from Pittsburgh? Yeah, I mean, since Pittsburgh's having a running back problem, but the thing is with the Pittsburgh, you don't know who's, you don't know who and what running back is going to start. So one man is Benny. Yeah, yeah, well, not committed. Just people keep getting hurt. Yeah. Connor comes back, then he gets hurt. Then you got Snell. Then Snell gets hurt. Then it's the Edmund guy. Then Edmund gets hurt, and I forgot they got another running back who had like a forty yard, I had forty yard rushing day. So yeah. You just gotta pay attention to who's on the, you know, on the depth chart and put them in, you know, because Pittsburgh's gonna run the ball. They've been doing that for years, so, mm-hmm. so uh, you know, ben, Benny Snell, he had a uh, 98 yards rushing today, and uh, so you know, that's another guy. So other than that, though, it's pretty much um, um, the, the well is dry, as they say. So, you know what I mean? so okay. that's about it. All right, all right. Well, moving on from our football NFL talk, uh, we're gonna get into a little bit of boxing discussion. Uh, because last night, uh, Deontay Wilder faced off with Luis Ortiz, um, defending his WBC heavyweight title. And uh, I didn't catch the fight myself personally. Oh, I saw but it. But I love a good knockout. Yeah, it was so a great knockout. It's with great pleasure <laughs> that I announced that last night in the seventh round, Deontay Wilder knocked out Luis Ortiz. Mm-hmm. Almost knocked that man out the ring. Yeah, man, that was crazy. <laughs> and uh, retained his his heavyweight title. Mm. Uh, Taylor, you said you actually saw the fight live. Yeah, I saw it. I was watching it and uh, hitting with the I don't know if it was a left or right, whatever it was. It, 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 was, a, it was a straight right straight that he hit right, with that put him down. And now, now was the cleanest punch yet because he was actually losing the fight by the you know by the cards. But gotcha. uh, his cleanest punch and drop that man. That's how you know you're good. You can lose a fight and throw one punch and mm-hmm. be out and then that's That'd be it. The difference man. game over with. Yeah, night I mean, night. Put him to sleep and had him off, and that was it. So in the, in the last fight, you know, uh, Ortiz stepped up in the ring and said, "Yo, man, I want to fight you." Well, mm-hmm. what they say, you 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 gonna looking for an <laughs> whooping? You gonna get <laughs> whooping? That's what he got. What's coming to you? Gonna get what's coming to. So he found it and he got it and put him on his back <laughs> pockets, and that was about it for that. So you know, so you know, all, only person that he has left to fight is Wilder. So we'll, I mean, not Wilder is um, Fury. So we'll see what happens when Fury fights in. I think he fights in February. Yeah. And we'll see what happens after that. So, um, and then we'll see what happens uh, in a couple of weeks when um, mm-hmm. Joshua fights um, Ruiz. So, mm-hmm. you know, what I mean, so there's like there's three or four guys, you know. But um, we'll see. We'll see what we'll, we'll see. Everything will get um, cleared out within the next uh, m- a couple of weeks or so. We'll see who, who's who, who's what. So, Joshua's kind of like he got to get his clout back. You know, what I mean, after getting taken that L from from Ruiz last week. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, from uh, earlier this year. So. Yeah. Heavyweight division is pretty much clear cut right now. We know who the best is. We know who the second best is. We know who the third best is. And we know who needs to fight who and everything like that. So we'll see. Well, Fortes is back to the drawing board. And, mm-hmm. you know, we'll see who he fights next. And uh, for Wilder, he keeps his winning ways going. He holds on to his belt. And we'll see who he fights next. Yep. Um, so transitioning from that boxing discussion, we're going to get into a little bit of NBA. Uh, ben Simmons. From our hometown Philadelphia 76ers made his 
first regular season NBA 3 on Wednesday night against the New York Knicks. And uh, 7-6 ended up winning that game, 109-104, to despite a, a good fight from the Knicks, who, uh, you know, as we all know, are not really one of the better teams in the league at this point. Uh, but overall, for the week, uh, the Sixers, in the midst of a homestand, went 4-0 against the Cleveland Cavs, those Knicks, the San Antonio, San Antonio Spurs, <clears throat> and Miami Heat, respectively, and now sit in fifth place in the East at 11-5. and um, You know, Taylor, do you have any thoughts or opinions about their play as a team up to this point, their play as a whole? You know, Brett Brown as a coach. I still don't I, like. I definitely have my own opinions. I still don't like Brett Brown. I don't think he's the coach for this team. But mm-hmm. other than that, the players are good. Um, I like the, uh, the the bench. The benches are you know look look, look, look to be more you know stay, st- stable with um, uh, Mike Scott and uh, Thibel and mm-hmm. uh, and James Ennis and uh, now they're looking like they're getting Trey, Trey Burke, Burke. In, in, hey. in, in, in the mix. So I like I like the bench a little bit. I think mm-hmm. they still might need a shooter, but yeah, you know, I mean still early in the season. Who? Jamal Crawford. Yeah, well, we'll see about that. But uh, we'll, we'll, it's, it's still yeah. early, I mean. Yeah. So, you know, they might need it. They might not. I wouldn't put too much stock in Ben Simmons hitting a three and then not shooting for the rest of the game. That was real Fugazi. I mean, I don't I don't, I don't, know what's, I don't know what's going on with this guy. Man. I don't know, man. Like, how you shoot and then you just don't shoot for for two, for two for the next two games after that? Like, and it don't even got to necessarily that's be a weird. three. Just shoot the ball. Yeah, he just shoot won't, a jump yeah, shot. So like, I'm not really, like, one of the people that's, like, cheers for him when he, when he, when he, when he does make the three. I think it's kind of embarrassing. Like, Although he did shoot a, uh, a foul line extended shot that was ugly, and I think it was against the Knicks. Yeah, like and, that's uh, what I'm saying. Like it's, yeah. I'm it's, like it's not to me. It's like it's, it's it's like I said. It's sad. You're a basketball player. You're supposed to shoot the ball. You mm-hmm. can't do it. Then I don't know. So um, we'll see. I mean, like I said, Embiid is balling right now. Al Horford is really playing well. Um, Richardson was out for a couple games, but came back and. He scored 32 uh, last night. So that killed uh, the heat. His yeah, so he's 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 getting better and all and uh, you know looked like uh, Tobias Harris. He had a little rough, little funk about a week a week and a half ago, but he he's getting back into it. So uh, yeah. we'll yeah. see. You know, what I mean, I, I like I said, but before the season started, uh, Harris needs to play at a, at an all star level, kind of like what Chris Middleton did last year for for um, Milwaukee for uh, for the Greek Freak. So he's got to be that second guy, second or third guy, hits his open shots and gets at least 20 points. Now he's gonna have open jumpers for the rest of the year. No one's going. He's never ever going to have to worry about a double team or anything. He's going to open jumpers all night. So he's got to make them. He's got to make his point. So yeah. So we got to see. So we're still early right now. I still don't like Brett Brown, but it is what it is. You can't do nothing about it right now. So well, as far as the Sixers go, I can't add or, or take anything really away from what you just said. You pretty much hit the nail on the head, uh, and I don't want to talk on top of that. You know, they're they're playing pretty well as far as the season goes so far. Um, you know, really playing as be- as as well as anybody could have expected. Um, Outside of maybe hoping that Simmons would have developed a little bit more, hoping that Embiid would have developed a little bit more, would have came back a little more in shape. But, uh, you know, that kind of is what it is at this point. The, the summer's over, the offseason's over, and we are where we are. But it's funny, you know, watching games. Uh, sometimes I get a chance to sit down and watch games with my pop, which is definitely cool, and it's a great experience. Uh, just because he has so many more years of, of watching games and, and analyzing than I do. Uh, but he he often talks about uh, Brett Brown, and I'm progressively becoming less and less of a fan of Brett Brown and moving over to the camp that we need to get rid of him and move on. He's a freak, uh, man. He's but, weird, man. But, but he talks about how Jimmy Butler pretty much wanted to get out of Philly. One of the contributing factors to that was that he just didn't believe in Brett Brown as a coach 
because, uh, you know, two of the best players on the team, Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons, it just kind of seems like he coddles those guys. Like, he doesn't really push them to get the best out of them. Um, so that's that's not going to be good for them individually, and it's not going to be good for our team as a whole. Well, you and just I ask, all you got to do ask yourself a question. If Ben Simmons was with um, Greg Popovich, would he be shooting? Yeah. All right, then. That's the best. <laughs> then that's it. If he was with Doc Rivers, would he be shooting? Yeah, yeah. All right, then. So that's what I'm saying. I don't like Brett Brown. And I if just, Joel Embiid was with these other like coaches, him. would he be in a better position right now? Probably. Probably. Yeah, so I'm just that's that's what I tell people all the time. Oh, Brett, I said, listen, if he was with this coach, would he be shooting? If he's with Rick Carlisle, Carlisle, or was he with Eric Spoelstra? These coaches with rings, would he be shooting? I think he would be. So you know. And as far as development, you know, as a coach, player development, youth development, Brett Brown doesn't have a very good track record. No, you I know. don't see anybody who's that that they that, that they drafted that's becoming. I mean, we all knew what Joel B was going to be. It just yeah. was he going to get on the floor? Um, and we had this whole process of bringing in all this lottery level talent. Yeah, Marco Folk was a disaster. People that came and gone. Um, yeah, uh, uh, what's the name was a disaster. Norris Noel was a disaster. Uh, uh, what's my man's name? Okafer. He was a Jaleel dis- Okafor. He was a disaster. Marco Folk was a disaster. Yeah. And then there's like a, a bunch of lower round, you know, draft picks. Uh, what's my man? Uh, well, he couldn't play. Loello Calero, whoever's He couldn't play. And then as far as one of our most recent first-round picks, Zaire Smith, he's playing in the G League. He's playing in the G League. He, he can't get no burn. Yeah, Dario. He can't get no development time Dario in, got, in, in got a real worse. game. Yeah, Dario Sarri got worse. So I, was saying, like, I don't, come on, I don't, bro. I don't, I don't know what's up with this guy. I, I he don't had a like, game where I he didn't play like five him, the whole game? Yeah, I don't like him, though. What are you doing, bro? I don't like, I don't like him. I don't think he's that. I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm good on him. You're losing me, Brett. I'm one of the ones that be trying to hold on to the end. No. When I when I defend you, I try to defend you to the bitter end. We ride till the wheels fall off, but then wheels is getting a little loose now, my man. I was out on him when they was tanking, so I just I, don't, I didn't like I didn't like I didn't like when I what I saw when they was trash. So. Oh well. All right, all right. So since returning to the court, uh, Carmelo Anthony, in my opinion, uh, and I'm gonna bring him up just a little bit, uh, is, is still trying to find his footing. Um, last night in the looting, losing effort against the Cleveland Cavaliers, he did go 0 for 8 from 3. <laughs> uh, but he, he, <laughs> he was able to deliver 11 points, <laughs> 2 rebounds, and 1 assist. Um, you know, in the game before against the Milwaukee Bucks, he fared better, dropping 18 points uh, with 7 boards and 4 assists. So, you know, it's not all bad. Did they win that game? Against the Bucks? Yeah. No, they lost. They lost <laughs> both games. <laughs> Dude, like I said, I don't think Mel's going to last long. But, I think uh, going to get rid of him. But, um, you know, it's not all bad. You can count me on the side of those who feel he belongs. And, you know, I'm glad to see he's he's running with the shot that they gave him. Yeah, he belongs on the bench, though. Like, I, I say, he, I'm not hating them. And then he's cool with that. He comes off the yeah, bench. Yeah, if he can be like the 13th, like, kind of like what happened when um, Jalen Rose, when he was finished. The last two years <laughs> of his life, he was on the bench. That's where he deserved to be. He didn't deserve to be out of the NBA, but he could yeah. be on the bench and, you know, give some guys some tips during practice and stuff like that or, you know, Better during the game. But on the bench, though. And then if, <laughs> if you know, we get blown out, so give him a couple, you know, give him, give him two or three minutes to play. You know what I mean? But other than that, that's what Melo is. That's that's just what I think. You know what I mean, don't get me wrong. He looked in shape and stuff like that. But I think him as a as a as some type of a competent player. I think that's a thing of the past. Yeah, yeah. That's just my opinion. That's not. That's just what I see. And it's, it's not hating. It's just an opinion. So no. Uh, take, take take it like that. <laughs> Everybody. The, the great common said it. If I don't like it, I don't like it. That don't mean I'm hating. That's I, I'm I'm sorry. That's 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 just what it is with, with me and Melo. I'm sorry. 
Yeah, man. I was a metal. I was a metal, a mellow guy back in the day. But you know, what I mean, I, I, I wisened up. I was telling E earlier that uh, Taylor used to bang with Mellow back when he was Mellow with the Braves that was, with Denver. That was my homie. When he went to New York with the Knicks, that's when things changed, man. Yeah, when he now when he went to the Knicks, it was cool. But when, like I said, when he didn't leave, and but when, when he stayed with the Knicks he and he resigned, Knicks, when we when instead every, of going to Chicago, when everybody in the world knew that the Knicks were going down the toilet, <laughs> it's like he didn't know. He wanted the money. Cause, yeah. Because yeah. you know, if you sign back with a team, you get more. You get the extra year and the guaranteed money. He took the money, and well, he's he's at where he's at right now. But, a, but but we're not gonna harp a, on that old he, stuff. He's a sideshow now. But we, you know. we, we, we're not gonna harp on that old stuff. Melo's in a much better place right now. He's still a sideshow um, though. You know, Mel, Melo's uh, uh, feeling great, uh, you know, mentally and all that type of stuff, and he got his shot. So we we, we appreciate that. and We salute that. We celebrate that. Yeah, he's he's still a sideshow though. <laughs> so uh, last week. Uh, last week's Flamethrower Award, which is uh, something that I'm going to start giving out weekly uh, to whoever has the highest point output in a game for that week. Uh, and that's going to go to Zach Levine of the Chicago Bulls. Who Levine! Scored, I'm sorry, yeah, Zach Levine, uh, who scored 49 points in a winning effort, uh, where Chicago, to be honest, needed every one of those points to beat the Charlotte Hornets 116-115. Mm-hmm. to 115. Yeah. Um, so one, that, day, uh, one day after being benched. Yeah, yeah. So that's that. That's great for him, and he uh, apparently had some discrepancies with the coach uh, over the past couple of weeks. Um, I don't, I'm not 100 percent sure what that's about, but um, something about the playing time or something mm-hmm. like that. And they sat him on the bench, but this is how you get back. You, you, yeah, you, you show your coach and you show your team. Like, listen, this is what you do to me. And this is what I'm gonna come back out and do. So that's, yeah. I salute to him for doing that. Show and prove with your acts, man. Yeah. Show what you could do when you're on the court and you get your shot, get your time. Yeah. So that's what he did. 49 points. He was the high man for the week. Uh, so looking around the league, uh, the current best record is held by the LA Lakers, who are 14 and two. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have any thoughts as far as that goes, Taylor? No, I'm I'm waiting for their downfall too. <laughs> I'm waiting. You know, a lot of people are looking at them and saying that it's only a matter of time before the injury bug starts biting them. LeBron gets those nagging injuries. AD goes down. Rondo goes down. I mean, we already uh, saw Rondo get ejected from a game last week for some, some it's, stupid it's, stuff. It's, it's, on, it's, on, it's only going to be a matter of time before uh, uh, Dwight Howard shows his true colors. <laughs> Up in the showers doing that fugazi. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. I mean, I'm, I'm not seeing it, but, you know, I'm not seeing it. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, the Lakers are... are Performing well up to this point, and like we say with everything else, you got to win the games that you're supposed to win. You got to win the games that you can win. Uh, you know, nobody's gonna knock you for winning a game. So sitting at 14 and two at this point in the season is, is good for them. But it is 82 games. We do got a long stretch to go, so we're gonna see how how well they're able to keep it up. Yep. Um, they're followed up. Uh, by the top team in the Eastern Conference, which is the Milwaukee Bucks, and they're currently 13 and three. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, being led and powered by uh, the great Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yes. Uh, Chris Middleton is doing his, his part name as right. well. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm on point with the names, baby. Yeah. I don't play uh, except for Zach Levine. I, I came up a little short with that one, but we're not gonna go back there. Uh, <laughs> but um, you know, Chris Middleton's playing well. Eric Bledsoe's playing well. Um, but just as a team, the Bucks uh, are, are performing up to this point, um, and it's, it's a good thing to see. Uh, 
even being a Sixers fan and, and hoping that the Sixers are able to come out of the Eastern Conference this year, I can always appreciate a good level of competition. And we came into this year knowing that the Bucks was going to be good. So, um, you know, it's, 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 it's encouraging that there's teams out there that's, that's holding up their end of the bargain. Okay. What you think about the Bucks so far? Bucks are good, man. Like, they were the number one team last year. Caught a bad one in the conference finals. But, um, you know, they, um, you know, they lost a little bit with Malcolm Brogdon. But I think they're going to be they're gonna be fine. As long as you got Giannis and um, I, um, Middleton, mm-hmm. uh, Lopez, you know, and uh, they get their bench, their bench stretch is long, too. About They go about 10, well, not 10 deep, about 6, 7 deep. So, mm-hmm. Wilson and uh, Brown and uh, I think DiVincenzo, he's been in and out of the starting lineup and the um, – and the uh, bench, but uh, you know, I, 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 I think I think they'll hold up. We'll see. Yeah. Eric Bledsoe playing well, so yeah. Uh, and then a team in the mix that may be a little surprising, uh, at least they were surprising to me when I was uh, looking across the standings, uh, is the Miami Heat, mm-hmm. who hold a record of eleven and four. Yeah. Um, and from the looks of things, uh, early on last night, notwithstanding, uh, Jimmy Butler is fitting right in. Um, you know, he's doing a good job of acclimating his game. Um, and the way he plays to the system and what they have going on there since he's just been added this season. Uh, so that's good for him and that's good for the team. Uh, Eric Spolstra, as we all know, is a, a good and capable coach. So, you know, he's doing a good job of leading them. Yeah, they're doing a, they're, they're overachieving. You know what I mean? So we'll see how mm-hmm. long it lasts. But, they, you know, they're still playing well. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, Taylor, any thoughts for you as far as the NBA goes from last week? Say it again. Any thoughts from you as far as the NBA goes from last week? Any games that stood out? Any um, uh, just that know, game on Friday night well? where the late uh, was the Clippers against um, the Houston Rockets. Um, I saw Houston Rockets get up, and then they they folded, and uh, LA took it took it back. You know, Kawhi Leonard was doing his thing, so uh, that was a game I watched on Friday night. And um, other than that, though, uh, you know, I'm st- like I'm st- I'm still, you know, just piecing everything together. You know, just looking at, looking here, looking there, and everything mm-hmm. like that. But um, you know, I'll, I'll get entrenched to when you know when the season goes, um, you know, a little bit deeper. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I still like early. still like the Clippers are doing. Uh, Lou Williams is playing very well. He's having a career year. He's having over 20 points for the first time in his whole career. So Off Lou, the bench. Yeah, Lou. Yeah, Lou Williams is getting it in. So he's going to get all kinds of open jumpers. So. Lou Williams is busy. Okay. So yeah, but other okay. than that, that's about it. Okay, okay. Good, good. Well, like I said, uh, like you pretty much just said, it's still early in the season. we got a long stretch to go. It's only November. So, you know, before we get into the actual heart and the meat and potatoes of the, of the NBA season, um, you know, we're just giving you a couple of thoughts that we have here and there based on things that we see. Um, and we're going to finish up our NBA discussion with our second edition of Top 5, which is going to be our Top 5 point guards. <clears throat> and... Um, I'm sad to say this, but at the same time, it's the progression, it's the evolution of things. Um, this is the very, 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 very last top five point guard conversation. Breaking news. That you're going to hear, unless you're talking about older eras, because we are truly living in a positionless time yep. as far as the NBA is concerned. Um, but, you know, that's how it is, and, and we're going to get into it. It's over, man. This, they just put the best five players on the court and ball out. Mm-hmm. So you average eight assists. That, that, most of the people that average uh, over eight, nine assists, they're not, even point, they're not even point guard. They're just, you know, whoever. So Yeah. Yep. And, Taylor, did you want to give your disclaim, disclaimer now, or did you want me to do my I'll top do, five? I'll, I'll, I'll then... do it after you do yours. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. beautiful, beautiful. So for my five, um, at number five, um, I have from the New Orleans Hornets, uh, Drew Holiday. Um, he's technically not really playing point guard right now because 
Um, they do have Lonzo Ball, and they're trying to acclimate him to the system, move Drew to more off-ball. But just what he does on the court for that team, contributing-wise, um, as a guard, I really like what he brings to the table. Uh, number four, um, who's another guy who may not necessarily be a point guard. Um, he's looked at a little more as a scoring guard than a distributor. Um, but we're going to go up to Brooklyn, <clears throat> and that's going to be Kyrie Irving. Okay. Everybody knows on the offensive end of the ball, Kyrie Irving is pretty much second to none when it comes to scoring. Um, on the defensive end, he does leave a little more to be desired. But, uh, you know, he's also kind of a smaller guard, not height-wise, but um, size-wise. So that doesn't really lend itself so much to him being uh, the strongest defensively. Uh, number three, uh, we're going to go up to the North, uh, Eastern Conference, Toronto Raptors, Kyle Lowry, mm -hmm. coming off of a championship-winning season yep. uh, without Kawhi uh, Leonard, who... Uh, in my opinion, he's arguably the best player in the league. If not number one, he's got to be number two or three. Um, especially without KD playing, he's got to be number two. Uh, but <clears throat> um, Toronto seemingly hasn't really missed a beat this year. Uh, Siakam uh, has stepped in and, and stepped up um, and really implemented some of the things I would I would say that he probably learned from Kawhi Leonard last season. Uh, but, you know, he's, he's clearly worked over the offseason himself, so that's not to take anything away from him or his game. Uh, but he's doing a great job, and Kyle Lowry is, is leading the ship for them, at least as far as that starting team goes. So I like what he brings to the table. Okay. Uh, number two, uh, we're going to take it over to Denver, uh, and it's going to be Jamal Murray, who is another guy who we know isn't necessarily a point guard in the traditional sense. He's not a guy who's going to come up and distribute a whole lot. When you think of Denver and their uh, you know, leading players and assists, you're kind of going to go more to their big man, uh, Jokic. Uh, but I like what Jamal Murray brings to the table. Uh, I like the uh, effect that he has when he's on the court. He's a threat to score, so he's somebody that you can't just leave by himself, a la Ben Simmons, uh, somebody who you can leave, you know, because you're not really worried about him shooting. Um, but <clears throat> Jamal Murray, that's my number two. Okay. And number one, I'm going to close it out with Dallas. Again, he's a guy who's not exactly a point guard in the tr traditional sense. He's not a guy that you're going to look for to distribute the ball a lot like, you know, Chris Paul or Mike Conley or, you know, Ricky Rubio, guys like that who are pass first, shoot second. But uh, that's Luka Doncic. And, you know, there's no denying the effect, uh, the, the, the explosion that he's had on the NBA since he's coming to the league, to be honest. Um, and it only helps him to have a player by his side like Porzingis uh, to match up with him. Um, and they look like they're trying to build a pretty solid team around them. So uh, he's another guy who I like a lot, and he he slid into my top five as well. Okay, all right. All right, so Taylor, what you got for your top five? All right, so first of all, um, since we, you know, you put up your disclaimer, listen, there's no more point guards in, 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 in the NBA. Just because you got a guy like Kyrie Irving or um, Terry Rozier or uh, uh, what's what's my uh, you said uh, uh, divide, uh, what's his name um, out in um, Denver Jamal Murray Jamal Murray even Steph Damian Curry Diller. these guys aren't point guards I mean mm -hmm. like, these these guys are score first guys assist assist later so bet you know a point guard is a guy that comes down distributes the ball you know what I mean you know you get him off a of pick and roll throw, throws a good pass alley oop and stuff like that so all those point guards they, they don't exist anymore all these point guards they score first 
and uh, and they do everything else second. You know what yeah. I mean? So guys like the, the some of the guys that you name, they're not point guards to me. They're just you know guys that are in in the point guard position like a Russell Westbrook. There are no more John Stockton, no, or no, Gary Payton, no more or Gary Jason Payton. Kids. No, they're, 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 they're Isaiah def- Thomas. Yeah, they're going Tim Hardaway. Yeah. Uh, 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 what's that bum's name? Mark Jackson. Um, all these ho- all, ho- Hollywood. Uh, Ron, Ron, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ron Harper, Ron yeah. Harper. Ooh. Yeah, these these guys don't exist no more. Nah, it's over for that. Uh, what's my man's name? Uh, David West. The, these these guys Mark, are gone. Mark Jackson. Yeah, I already said it. he's a bum. But um, oh, yeah, 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 no. yeah. But um, yeah. Just um, slave it on Mark Jackson. You uh, gotta relax. He, he, even Steve Nash. You know what I mean? These you gotta guys, relax. These guys are these, <laughs> these guys are, are they, they're a thing of the past. So yeah, all yeah. these point guards are are just. But these are the last of the Mohicans. I literally yeah, only got a facts. list of six. Okay. And I was hating on one guy, and I left him off the list. You guys know who it is, but, uh, you know, you, you'll, you'll figure it out. Oh, but, oh, but my number right. five is uh, Trey Young. Okay. He's, um, he, he averages a lot of points, too. I like Trey a lot. But he does assist. He, he does dime people up. He's oh. a good player. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> but um, in the second quarter, he usually goes off and starts doing offensive stuff. Mm. But uh, he, he he will give you a nice pass. So, uh, and, mm-hmm. um, you know, he, he's a facilitator. So I like Trey Young. And he's he's a really good uh, free, you know, re- free throw shooter. Shoots above the, uh, you know, the uh, 35% in the, in the three-point. That's kind of what a three, uh, what a what a point guard used to be. So yeah. Trey Young is uh, number, five, num- number five. Okay. Number four is uh, Kyle Lowry. Kyle okay. Lowry. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you we know, across the board with that one. Yeah, 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 I like him. He's a point guard. He pass first. That's what he does. He passes first all the time. He, 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 he's a good player. He's a he's a good player, solid guy, and uh, he he does he does what he's supposed to do when he's out there. Some I remember a couple years last. I think last year he led the league in assists last year for a little while. I don't know if he led uh, the whole entire. But I remember there was a couple games we had like thirteen or fourteen assists, mm-hmm. maybe like four or five points. Like okay. back in those days, that was like that would be considered good numbers. If yeah. your plus or minus was good, you didn't turn the ball over that mm-hmm. much. That was pretty good. Yeah. So uh, Kyle Lowry, he's my uh, number uh, num- num- number four. Number four. Yeah, number four. Uh, number three uh, is going to be uh, Ricky Rubio. Okay. Yeah, down Phoenix. in Phoenix. As you can see, as soon as he came down there, that team went from a losing team to now they're winning right mm-hmm. now. That, mm-hmm. That's mysterious, right? So, I mean, so he's a he's a he's a real 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 good player. I like him a lot. Uh, okay. Ru- Ru- not not a, a great shooter, but you know. Um, he, he he facilitates the ball too. I like Ricky Rubio a lot. Uh, if I was starting a team and stuff like that, and they told me to like you know you gotta get a you gotta get a point guard like a pure point guard, yeah, I'll probably go with him. Like he's he, he knows he's doing. He's got good vision and all that stuff. So I like uh, Ricky Rubio. And he's really learned over his career how to yeah. better play point guard. Yeah, uh, because when he first came in, you know he was uh, up in Minnesota mm-hmm. with a guy by the name of Johnny Flynn. Yeah. Who came out of Syracuse and didn't end up panning out particularly well, but you know mm-hmm. Ricky Rubio still around. And another guy who used to talk real slick, real greasy about Ricky Rubio and his game, who's also no longer around, Brandon Jennings. He's um, a bum. So uh, you know Ricky Rubio kind of stood the test of time. Yeah, but Brandon, com- compared to them type of guys who who came in. Yeah, but Brandon um, Jennings, he's a bum. He's, seemingly in a better position. He's a bum. <laughs> He's, no, he, no, he, he, no, he, he's a bum. He's not even in the NBA right now. Nah, he's not. He's he, playing he, in China. He might, he might be playing somewhere in Europe or yeah, something He's like playing that. with Mike Beasley and, and, and J.R. Smith, them bums. Get, getting coached by Steph Marbury. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, he's a bum. He can't play. Shout never, out to Steph. He never could play. Yeah, Brandon Jennings, he's a bum. <laughs> he can't play. All right, all right. All right. Uh, 
My number two is actually, uh, I think you guys just got hurt, but I'll put him in there. That's the Darren Fox. I like how okay. he plays, man. I like Darren Fox he a goes, lot. He goes, he goes, he goes, he um, goes in the paint more. Um, He's got a motor. Yeah, he, he he gets it in. I like his defense. He shut down Lonzo Ball in in, in the in the what's in the uh, um, final uh, what's it the final four a couple of years ago, and he took <laughs> that same energy and put it into in the NBA in the first year, the second, and now this year. He's hurt yeah. this year. I think he's gonna be out for about a month or so. But I like De'Aaron Fox, man. He's he's my second guy. I agree man. with that. I like him a lot yeah, yeah. too. He's a he, he's he's a point guard. He he can shoot, but he he's he's a he's more of a point guard than what it is nowadays. Uh-huh. And my number one is actually. Uh, I used to hate on this guy too, but he's actually lasted the test of time. Been on a couple teams, but he, he's a beast, man. That's, that's my man, Mike Conley. Okay, okay. I like Mike Conley a lot he's, too. He's out in Utah. He's, he's a really, really good player. Yeah, yeah. Still fast. He can put up 25. I remember he played against the Sixers last year. I think he had like eight or nine points. And all of a sudden, at the end of the game, he had like close to 30 points. Like he's, uh-huh. But he had all the assists, too. So he's one of these guys. You got to be careful with him. He can still he, he can still get buckets on you. So yeah. I really like Mike Conley Jr. He's a, he, he's a real good player. Like I said, a, a point guard first and, um, you know, p- pass first guy. And, uh, you know, he, he he's like a solid point guard that could play in, in, in any era. So, you know, salute to him. Definitely. I, I like got Steph is probably one of my favorite players. And I like Kyrie Irving. Uh, Russell Westbrook's a good player. But these guys, they're not point guards to me. They're, just, yeah. they're not point guards. They, they just play the position, quote, unquote, point guard. But they're because not point guards. Because there guard. has to be a point yeah, guard. Yeah, to be a point guard. But these quote, guys, unquote. yeah, these guys can get you 40, 50 like it's nothing. Mm-hmm. You know? if, 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 if if the coach said, go out and give me 50, they would get it. So, yeah. but, uh, you know, and the, and the Kimmel Walker, and all that like you know that no the, the guys I just listed they're actual point guards so you know that's my list Mike Conley's number one alright alright huh? shout out to the second edition of top five I think that went pretty well yeah and uh, we're gonna finish up this week's episode with another rousing edition of T's Thoughts yeah, I'm, I'm gonna keep it short and sweet. Um, See what I'm, you got this week. Uh, I'm gonna keep it short and sweet. Uh, I'm telling everybody, you know, what I mean, that's over the age of uh, 30, <laughs> even o- over the age of 40. Once you reach a, a certain age, you don't have to like every every everything. You don't have to fight for you. Everything you, you can just you know chalk it up and just say, you know what? Let me just take the L. And I'm gonna tell everybody that's around my age. Just, just, just take the L, man. Like, I've there's been, there's been a lot of times I had to take a beat where it'd be like forty. I was like, you know what? I just lost forty dollars, but you know, that's no big deal. Yeah. Just, just learn how to take the L, man. Like, I don't understand how people you have to fight for everything. If somebody does something to your food at a place and you want to argue, nah, man. Just like, you know what? You got that, and just, and just leave. Ride. Yeah, I, I've there, there been places where you know I've been to a food establishment and they don't treat me right, and I said. Now, let me just get my refund. Let me let me get on out of here. Mm-hmm. I've done it before. <laughs> I've just left. You know what I mean? I'll just go someplace else. And I'm diabetic. I need my food. You know what yeah. I mean? So there's been plenty of times where I've been like, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Or I've been in the grocery store and there's a long ass line. So you know what? I'm good. You know, I'm, I'm just gonna take the I'm gonna take my ass home. Yeah. And that's just and that's just it. You know what I mean? Like, but we got a lot of people they wanna argue and they wanna get in get into it with people or get into it on their phones or just because you think someone took advantage of you. I'm a type of person, you know what? You you got it home. I'm good, man. It's not it's not worth my life, it's not worth my time, it's not worth my energy. So I'm just letting people know, like, especially with the holidays coming up, because you know it's about to get real ratcheted up across the nation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Real crazy. Just learn how to just take the L, man. And now if it's worth it, that's different. But if it's not worth it, you know what I mean? Just just let it go, man. Let go, go back, go back to the family, kiss your babies in the mouth and and, and, and get and, and go in the bed and put the covers on. That's it, man. And you and the next day you'll you won't even think about it more. So I'm just letting everybody know. Ain't nothing wrong with taking L's, man. I've taken a lot of them. A lot 
lot of L's, like a lot of L's. Yeah. And I just, you know what I mean? But I'm still here right now. Let's just say if I reacted to like one or two of those L's, I probably wouldn't even be here right now. So I'm just letting everybody know. Just take the L, man. Nothing wrong. It doesn't make you a loser. It doesn't make you a clown. It doesn't make you a, a you know, a, a, a somebody, you know, a, a, what they call them, a trick or something like that. Just take it. Just, just take the L, man. That's that's all, man. It doesn't, ain't nothing wrong with it, man. Just take the L and just keep it moving. Man. Ain't nothing wrong with that. All right, man. Good words. Good words. Good sentiment. I appreciate them thoughts. And, I, you know, I got a homie that I know from, from way back in the day, Kyle. And he, he famously says that some things in life you just got to chalk up. So. Yeah, just chalk it up, man. I've done I've been doing it for years, and I actually feel better after I do it. Like, it's like you know, that was a real grown man moment I just went yeah. Let me just take, let it go. Let me, let me take my grown ass home. Yeah, you know I mean. Sometimes like, you just gotta flow with it. Yeah, exactly. Don't fight it. Mm-hmm. The more you fight, the more you drown it. Yeah, I don't do that no more. You'll never see me. Like you know, you got. It. I'll get in the car and just peel off. I'm out of here. All right, all right. Well, that's it for episode 12. Uh, we appreciate y'all tuning in. We love y'all. We appreciate the support. Anybody that's following, anybody that's spreading the word, anybody that likes what we're doing, um, you know, keep it up. Keep listening. Follow us on Twitter and IG. At sleep is for you. That's S L E E P I S, the number four, Y O U. And look out for episodes, new episodes, typically uploaded on Mondays, sometimes Monday nights. Old episodes, catch up on what we've been talking about up to this point. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean. Show love, spread the word. Taylor, you got any more comments? Anything else you want to say? Uh, everybody have a great Thanksgiving. All right. Yeah, that's right. We got Thanksgiving coming up next week. That's going to be... Eat up. Um, before our next episode. Yeah, Thursday. Uh, yeah, so, and, yeah, yeah. And, and also, be careful on Black Friday. People Absolutely. Do, people do get clapped on Black Friday, so be careful. Be aware. Don't get shot. Don't get robbed. Don't yeah. get trampled. Watch the people underneath the cars, too. They'll slice your Achilles and then take your stuff. You just oh be careful. Goodness. Oh, my uh, <laughs> Watch your body out here. Watch your body streets, out here. Man, yeah, it's watch not always you, safe. Watch where you park at. Yes, sir. And don't be shining all crazy neither because they see you. Yes, they do. They, they looking for you and you look like food. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, everybody have a, a very blessed and very happy Thanksgiving. Don't be a vet. Holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, enjoy time with your family. Yep. And uh, we'll get back with y'all next week, man. Peace out. Peace.